Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. You know, it is getting to be that time of the season for holiday dining. We think about all the things we want to round up for Christmas, including tamales. You know, one of the best tamale makers in town has a lot more going on besides tamales these days. So we want to talk to the man behind the ghost kitchen trend of 2021 and what's ahead in 2022 with Chef Lanny Landcart. Hello, Lanny. Hi, bud, Steve. Thanks for having me. You know, this has been a busy year for you. You run your regular restaurant, Righteous Foods. Uh, while everybody stayed home during the pandemic, uh, people learned they could log in to eat fajitas and have fajitas sent over to their house. And now you're trying to have about five more kinds of food delivered, or maybe only two or three more. But tell us about your ghost kitchen and Phantasma Kitchens. Sure. Yeah, that, that's kind of how it started. I, I looked into eat fajitas um, before the pandemic, but we launched that ghost kitchen out of Righteous Foods. So we operated from last March until uh, October 20th around. We moved over to something I've been planning for a while. Um, it's, it's called Fantasma Kitchens. It's a ghost kitchen and it's going to um, house some uh, multiple brands that, uh, of different concepts of food that all kind of speak to my wheelhouse with Mexican inspired ingredients and technique but uh, different uh, approachable cuisines that will all serve via delivery, self-delivery. We don't partner with any third-party apps. We, we employ all of our delivery drivers and uh, available also for pickup in our pickup window. Um, on the, uh, I, uh, maybe you guys can help me describe it, but I was, uh, I'm called the shallow north side. It's kind of just as you come up the hill of Jacksboro on the north side. So it's uh, getting, uh, getting folks to come and, and use our pickup window as well. You're on the what we would call the short north side. So short north side. There you short, go. Short yeah. north would be uh, you're you're on North Side Drive between University and Maine, All in right. the former uh, Methodist Church there, uh, near uh, near the podiatry office, and and near a lot of other landmarks that people know. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's the short north side, and and uh, now the next thing people are asking uh, is what kind of food is he serving, and what can I get? So you you said a variety of brands and. You need to go over for people. Uh, what is it? Fajitas, pizza, what else? Sure. And El Pollo Tocayo. So we've got uh, our first three concepts and we do plan to launch more next year. And when we get our, our feet under under us and, and comfortable with operations with our first three concepts, but we moved deep fajitas, like I said, which was already operating, which is um, beef chicken combo. We've got shrimp. We've got smoked quail wrapped in chorizo. Uh, quesadillas, just your basic um, fajita fare, but we take it to a little bit different level and um, use responsibly sourced ingredients. And, 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 you know, although fajita is a little bit of a different take on it. And then our uh, second concept is uh, pizzas of pasta. And that's something I've been really wanting to do for a long time. And it's in the Italian realm. Uh, we make all of our doughs in house and same thing with our flour tortillas that we make from duck fat and farm fresh butter. But our pizzas of pasta, we make we have a what's called La Flaca and El Gordo or El Gordo y La Flaca. The, the Flaca pizzas are our thin style pizza that uh, is a three day dough we use with ingredients that, I, that we source from all over the country with some really small artisan uh, charcuterie guys that are, are making some really, really cool products. Um, I think the one up right now is called the Chupacabras. It's a beaten goat um, uh, salami that we finish with a mozzarella cheese company from Dallas's goat cheese, some cilantro, red onion, and Calabrian chilies. But it's um, the, the, the thin style is, is more of a kind of, I call it a New Yorkish. It's not uh, totally New Yorkish, but it's certainly something you can fold. It's not floppy and it's crispy. 
Um, the other style we do is uh, in the Sicilian realm. Um, it, it's uh, similar to Detroit style as well. Detroit style and sim- Sicilian are pretty similar, but we do a, a thick uh, a thick crust, but it's not a gut bomb thick crust. It's really airy. Um, we we do a really long proof on it, so it's a really a really um, a nice bite on a, on our on our thick called El Gordo pizza. So all of our signature pies you can choose either Flaca or Gordo, um, and then we make our pasta in house. Um, we've got a, but we do the spins that I've actually been kind of looking into and playing with from all, uh, my days in fine dining at Alta Cocina. I did a lot of uh, exploration into Italian cuisine with Mexican ingredients. So um, our bolognese has barbacoa that we braise in the traditional Mexican way. Um, we have an esquites um, instead of a kind of a carbonara or cream sauce. We do a we we blend corn to give it a creamy texture with chili poblano um, and cotija instead of parmesan. But we do use a lot of Real Parmigiano Reggiano, um, and then uh, uh, kind of in this uh, the same realm. A lot of our pizzas have a, a real direct nod to authentic uh, Italian pies, but um, I intertwine some Mexican ingredients and not just your typical taco toppings. They're more of uh, uh, authentic ingredients, like our floor or pizza with Florida calabasas, which is uh, squash blossom with esquites and a white uh, white sauce and, and cotija. So. Um, I always lean on what I know best, and that's the interior Mexican, authentic Mexican cuisine. But I really, Italian's my second love in food, and I've always wanted to open a concept that I can blend those two. So the pizzas and pasta is what we're uh, kind of how we're showcasing that that exploration in those two cuisines. And Steve, then, I can't believe we're talking to Lanny Landcart about pizza. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I thought we'd get to some drinks here because I think I saw some margaritas on the website also. Yeah, yeah. We and that's another thing we have called Phantasma Spirits, and that's uh, since um, the the uh, door was opened last year, kind of fully that we can premix cocktails and sell them. We have a line of uh, premix cocktails called Phantasma Spirits, and that's our our margarita that we've fresh lime juice, very simple, um, good tequila, good orange liqueur. And then we have uh, six other drinks um, ranging from a, a mezcal Aperol spritzer to kind of a, we call it a Mexican long tea or a long Mexican tea. It's, it's called El Baracho. It's kind of got everything in the kitchen sink. We've got uh, some plays on um, uh, uh, like a, a mezcal mule with mezcal um, or vodka with mezcal instead of vodka. These are all for home delivery. That's right. Yeah, it's it's um it's all available like on our website and app, and it's all uh, they're all pre mixed. They it's thirty two ounce container, and we have a we send it with a bag of nugget ice, and um so it's kind of the instead of the kit that you have to mix, you just we just send the cups and the ice, and you just pour it right in. So the thirty two ounce serves about um, four to six people, depending on how 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 steep your pour is, but it's about six margaritas per per batch. So they're, they're Lanny, really- I feel like I feel like we may just be overwhelming people here with, with a lot of. Uh- <laughs> A lot of different food and different drinks and different information. I, I think for some of the people watching, you need to go ahead and explain exactly what is a ghost kitchen. Sure. So a ghost kitchen is uh, um, a to-go and delivery only restaurant, which uh, has been uh, bubbling for the last four or five years. And and I think the guy that started Uber has is always seems to be mentioned as one of the leaders in in, in this style of places and. Uh, it is a place that t- t- typically partners with third-party apps or delivery. So it's, it's just a virtual restaurant where you can only order online or by phone. Uh, most of them only online because they're tech companies that are doing this. And this is, I think, my, my take on it is an elevated dining experience with self-delivery. So we stay out of that tech world because I, I don't know about that. I know about food. But um, it's, uh, 
and there's no customer facing um, uh, experience really. So it's not somewhere you would go to walk in to eat. It's something that's uh, intended to be experienced in your home um, for convenience. I think last year uh, really uh, gaslit every the, the ghost kitchen industry and everybody wanted to get into it really quickly because it was so prevalent and table service restaurants all, all um, shifted and, and, and pivoted towards that ghost kitchen model. And a lot of people aren't going back, but I'd been working on it for a while because I think it's pretty valid um, for all, all kinds of different uh, folks that that have a need to, to for that kind of dining. You may not want fast food or a, 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 um, a cheaper style pizza. You might be really good into you might be really into good ingredients and still be short on time, whether it's getting off work later, having small children or whatever the case may be that you might need convenience and something delivered to your house because you don't have the time to to put together and go and get into a restaurant. We want to deliver, our ghost kitchen model wants to deliver an, a, an elevated experience that you would have in a restaurant, but for folks that are short on time or having gatherings uh, for uh, you know other people and folks over and don't want to cook and clean their own kitchens. I know Steve, I know you've had some uh, dinners at home. Have you had a, any ghost kitchen deliveries? Uh, no, I haven't, but I was, uh, I was looking at the website and it looked like you could either pick it up at your ghost kitchen or you deliver. Uh, how far off do you deliver? How, how you know, from, we, from your location? Uh, we have a six and a half mile radius. It's actually quite large. A lot of people are pretty shocked that we deliver as far as we do, but I'm trying to capture as much, uh, as many customers as I can right now by delivering, by doing the self-delivery in a big radius. When I was at Righteous, our radius was actually smaller, but uh, whenever we went to a delivery only mile model, it's a six and a half mile radius, but it's actually kind of as the crow flies. So it, it captures up to the drive time, maybe 10, 12 miles from from our our place, but on the radius at six and a half miles. So it, it goes as if, far. If you do your own delivery, you can do that. I know that uh, the big, the famous one is Campesi's, which does their own delivery and they deliver a Walsh Ranch and Alito and yep. places like that. They have a lot of, of uh, long delivery runs, but they do it with their own drivers. Right. Yeah, we we we're that's our we want to go a little bit further west as Campesi's is a little further west than we are. So they, they're a little closer, but we're trying to, uh, if we go that way, we may just put a smaller kitchen out there and do the prep here and, and, and service the west side, I mean, or the far west. Uh, Lanny, a lot of people don't realize that there are restaurants in the industry operating as ghost kitchens, and you don't even know it. There's a, a, a ghost kitchen. Cowboy Chicken has a ghost kitchen for sandwiches, I think, and, mm-hmm. and uh, Red Robin has a ghost chicken concept. Uh, I think people have heard that, uh, that Chuck E. Cheese has a ghost kitchen in it that is not children oriented. So yeah. if you're ordering a, a nice pizza margarita and wine, you look up a name and it shows up on your Yelp app and you order it and you don't really know it came from Chuck E. Cheese, you know. And Yes, I think they've, uh, um, a lot of people that have stepped into that ghost kitchen space have approached places like that you mentioned that might have underutilized kitchens, but a lot of infrastructure that they're able to produce food still. And in particular last year when they had, all the infrastructure set up. I, I've been approached by a couple of, of folks already that are, there's people out there looking to do that. They wanna, instead of getting into a big lease or a big um, undertaking of a whole new location, they just go to places that might already have the space and just rent, basically lease the employees and infrastructure to produce a separate menu for them. And that's a lot of folks are doing that. And I know that there's a lot of struggles with that and the people that are trying that model, but um, it's it's, it's all over the place. There's a uh, people are doing it in trailers and cooking in propane. Um, there's I, I was reading 
there's a lot of information out there on how big this thing is they're anticipating getting. But this, I read recently that by 2030, it'd be a three tr- trillion dollar industry. I don't know what uh, what truth is in that, but it's certainly something that I'm hearing a lot about and getting approached about a lot from folks all over the country about, hey, how are you all doing it? Or, you know, would you be interested in doing this and that? So this is kind of the ground floor for you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I feel like that a lot on the food side. That's the easy part. I know how to do that. The rest of it is like, okay, there's nobody else is doing kind of what we're doing. So we kind of have to, we have to create the path for ourselves. Steve, did you have another question about the ghost kitchen? I do want to talk to Lanny about holidays and what else is coming up. Well, uh, when you get something from a ghost kitchen, is it like, uh, do you reheat it up or is it already hot or how, how's that work? No, ours is all cooked to order. Um, there might be some models out there that are geared toward that, but I think that space is a little bit different. I think the traditional ghost kitchen and what people are doing right now are it's ready to eat food. It's just delivered food. It's really going back to the, you know, almost Domino's 30 minutes or less where everything's cooked to order and delivered to your home. Um, that, that kind of model it's, um, it's, it's, uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a, get a ruler out and figure out how far away I am on on Mapsco or something to see uh, see if I'm in uh, in line for some drinks. I mean, because that sounds that that, was, that yeah. sounded pretty good to me. Oh, Steve, yeah. you may have to come up to my house and wait in the driveway for them to bring it. Then you can drive. <laughs> home, so. We'll make our way out to find you, Steve. You just let me text <laughs> me the address. I'll I'll bring it to you. <laughs> Lanny, this time of year, everybody wants to talk about New Year's and they want to talk about tamales. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I know you're not, you know, tamales are not your number one business right now, but you've made quite a few. Uh, you know, what's it like for everybody in the business this time of year? Uh, is there anything that is affecting the tamale industry this time of year? And then what do you what are you planning on New Year's Eve? Which one of your kitchens will be open and serving something special? Um, yeah, well, on the tamales, we, we, uh, we do a little bit like last year was actually, we, we had a lot of success with the tamale. We did a, a Christmas day box. So we did a dozen tamales and a dozen breakfast tacos and six empanadas and some, uh, cold pressed juice and Mexican hot chocolate and salsas and, and, uh, out of our, our fajitas. And, um, I was a little hesitant, you know, I was w- wondering how it would go over, but we had a lot of success with people not wanting to, I guess, cook bre- uh, Christmas breakfast and just we sent them something easy to reheat. So um, we, we we do that. And the same thing we'll do with it. We'll do some sort of New Year's box special. It's usually a ribeye with Bablana Rajas. But I know the tamale, you know, that they kind of go hand in hand with the uh, with the uh, with the holidays. And um, if you've got the uh, the the labor and the, and the staff to produce and um, it's uh, it's. It's uh, I don't know. It's everyone. Everyone makes their tamales somewhat the same, but not not. They all come out different. <laughs> Ours, uh, we use an heirloom corn uh, masarina from a company called Masienda. Um, the ones that we're doing for our Christmas boxes this year are um, a free range chicken with uh, tomatillo and poblano, uh, with queso fresco and a crema mexicana, and then they'll have various salsas with it. But um, that comes like in our big kind of bigger box. And but, some of your family members sell a few tamales too. Do you want to mention their, uh, their business? Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, at, at Esperanza's, uh, my uh, um, uncles and and part of my family over there. You know, at Joe T's and Esperanza's. Joe T's kind of, you know, Joe T's is. I think they 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 have so much uh, table service. I think that Joe T's the holidays is really a place for folks to come back in town to Fort Worth and get nostalgic. And everybody seems to end up there on. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. So their table services is, uh, I think, uh, all they can handle. So they, they they don't get into the to-go tamale business too much because of all the, the, the 
table service that they do. But Esperanza's has the ability to they do a lot of tamale to go orders. And, and I think they have lines and lines of people um, that, that, that line up to pick up their orders uh, over the holidays. So the holidays, uh, you said hot chocolate? Yeah, yeah, that's in our in our Christmas day box. Yeah, we do a, like a Mexican hot chocolate um, that that uh, comes alongside with like orange juice. So we kind of do a, like a kit for um, for uh, for folks that, that want to just do something easy on Christmas morning to heat up. Because um, you know whether folks are celebrating Christmas or, or not, most places aren't open on Christmas day. So we try to provide a service that people can pick up on Christmas Eve and still and, and pick up. And we're selling those boxes through uh, PhantasmaKitchens.com. And uh, we're, we're producing most of it out of, well, we're producing all of it out of Phantasma now. I don't know what I'm saying. Righteous has been my small kitchen. We've done everything out of for a while, but now we have a little bit more room to, to do stuff like this. Well, how about Righteous? How's, how's that going? It's going great. Yeah, Righteous is really good. You know, we were a little early, kind of like the ghost kitchen um, uh, arena right now. Um, when I opened Righteous uh, almost, like, I guess, seven years ago, um, it was I got a, a lot of questions about why, why, what is healthy and clean eating and um, spent a lot of time kind of uh, getting to that. But now it's, it's really, it's been really good. Um, last year, obviously with everyone, it was a struggle early on without a dining room, but we launched the ghost kitchen and um, made some changes, kept everyone employed. And um, really it's, 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 it's pretty busy quite a bit. Steve, I'll, I'll tell you how busy Righteous Foods is. The businesses around it have put up signs saying no parking for Righteous Foods. <laughs> it's so busy that they have started spilling over into the rest of the neighborhood. So, the, mm-hmm. you know, it, it did take a while for everybody to catch on to the uh, healthier dining. But I think the brunch menu in particular and the lunches, you know, the, the, the crowds are good. So I, th- yeah, I, think- I like the, the shrubs too, the, the, the drinks with the yeah. vinegar. Yeah. 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 We, you know, we don't do uh, we, we don't do a whole lot of cocktails there, which is unfortunate because in the restaurant industry, you know, that, that you, it's, it's better to sell alcohol than booze. It's a lot, a lot better, um, you know, business model, but we sell, we have, that's why I'll have so many offerings of different uh, detox. We call them, you know, with the shrubs and drinking vinegars and cold pressed juices and kombuchas and all the different mocktails and plays that we have that aren't, that people come to kind of be healthier, eat healthy. Um, we try to supply kind of a, a, a non, a non boozy cocktail just so that, uh, um, you know, people have something well, a little more interesting to order aside from, uh, you know, iced tea. <laughs> That's in the cultural district on West seventh street. Uh, it's near Boland. What's the cross street there? It's, it's Boland. Yeah. It's on Boland and West seventh. So yeah, the right, um, Right on West 7th in between uh, the big intersection and Monticello. There's breakfast uh, and lunch every day and dinner every day, but Sunday, I think. Is that uh, right? Actually, uh, we, we last year we opened uh, for dinner on Sunday nights. Sunday so dinner, okay. All day long, every day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Coffee in the morning and dinner at night. And, and the, the patio is always busy if you're looking for a... A nice, safe place to eat outdoors. The Righteous Patio is one of the best. Yes, we redid that one and replanted a bunch of, uh, uh, I don't know, green, greenery out there and fans. And, yeah, I, we got, we got a really, really nice, quaint patio. Okay, Lanny, Phantasma Kitchens, Righteous Foods. What are we uh, What are we leaving out in the Lanny Landcard Empire? Um, I think that's it. I've got, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll launch a bunch of uh, brands under Phantasma Kitchens, but the main two places I'm operating right now are Phantasma Kitchens and and righteous foods were, uh, and that's uh, plenty. <laughs> I've got, got my hand, both hands full with them. The websites to go to to get this. Yeah. Now is- so, um, Lanny's kitchen.com has all of our brands on it. 
mm-hmm. um, that we all, uh, which is Phantasma Kitchens and Righteous Foods, and you can see everything from there. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can order a pizza and a chicken fajita dinner and have them all brought over with a Moscow mule. Is that right? Yeah, don't forget That's the correct. drink. That's correct. <laughs> there you are. All right. It sounds like holidays are happening. Thank you very much, Lanny, for being our guest. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Great talking to you. Until next time on the HB Podcast, I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson.